to the lightning round. It's a uh, <laughs> bonus preparedness episode because I ran long and I apologize for the file size. I got it as small as I could get it. I edited it down as much as I could, but um, you know, sometimes it just can't be helped. So uh, what I want to talk to you about was something that um, was part of that conversation and, and what I did was... I, I described what, I, I don't know, I called it the perfect scenario, but, um, and, I'm, and I'm putting the text up on the screen, and what I wrote was, in a perfect scenario, you and a group of like-minded families live in a rural location on contiguous parcels of land, or one of the families, or a couple of families, is located in this area, but plans have been conceived to house group members fleeing more populated areas. The reasons for this relocation are numerous and I've touched on a few of these previously. So that's what I wrote. And what I'm talking about here is, um, it, it was kind of an idea that was planted in my head while I was reading a James Wesley Rawls book. Um, because in, in his book, Patriots, there's one family that's in rural Idaho near uh, uh, Potlatch and, and Moscow in uh, northern Idaho. And all of their friends are in Chicago where they used to live. And they've relocated, but the other people have not. Uh, one of the people in his group relocated, and he's down the road, but they're not in contiguous pieces of, of parcels of land. And so I thought, well... That's, that's interesting, and that's always been in the back of my mind. So, while I was talking with Shadowfax uh, via email, and while I was doing my normal weekly routine of um, finding or looking for property, I guess is the best, you know, I'm just out there doing my thing, looking to see if I can get out of this uh, suburban hell, and... I came across a, a piece of land on the uh, the Mossy Oak website, and it's uh, mossyoakproperties.com. And you can go look at this piece of land, but I got I'm gonna I've got some screenshots and I'll put them up. But um, go into mossyoakproperties.com, select Ohio, and then when it gives you your filter criteria, select a minimum of 300 acres. One result will come up. And it's this parcel of land that they're calling Jockey Hollow. It's 1,465 acres. It's a former strip mine. And it straddles the, the county line of Harrison and Belmont County. That's important because if you're a, a deer hunter, um, you might be able to get so many tags for Harrison County, and then you can get additional tags for Belmont County. So as long as you shoot them on the right side of the county line, you can fill multiple deer tags. Um, but 
what I wanted to bring this to your attention. So if you go to the perfect scenario of people being in a contiguous area. Um, so this is a large parcel of land and it's for sale for $2.3 million. And a lot of people freak out when they hear that number. But if you take the, the amount of acreage and the price and you divide by 10, so if you've got a large family and you're looking to relocate, get out of uh, everybody's, maybe they spread out all over the place or uh, you're too close to the city and a couple people are or whatever. With, if you divide by 10, $2.3 million becomes $230,000 and 1,465 acres turns into a $146.5 parcel per family. So um, I'm going to put up the image of the, uh, the, the, the map. It's an elevation map or GIS map. And you can see that it, it splits the county or the county splits the parcel right in half. Um, but can you imagine if you had 10 members of the same family bought this and everybody got 146 and a half acres? Then the 10 families can work together to work that land. And I'll show you some pictures of uh, what they've got on the website. And what you can see is that there's a lot of water. Um, there are there's a trail network already in place from the mining operation of sorts. Obviously, you can cut in more trails. There's a large portion of it is wooded. Um, there's some lowland or, or flatland that you could put in crops. Um, so there's a lot of pluses to this. And so when you're thinking about relocating and you're thinking about um, trying to get members of the same family or uh, friends and family, people that are of the same mindset for preparedness and self-sufficiency and, and, and kind of just wanting to be left alone. Um, you can, you look, you look for these large parcels of land and then you divide it by the number of people. And then suddenly it becomes much more affordable. Now, obviously you get 146 acres for $230,000. Okay, great. Now you got to find you now you got to build something. Okay? So now you got to figure out your lodging problem because there's no structures on this property. Um but I just thought, you know what? That that's actually a really interesting concept. Um it's what I was talking about in the book. Excuse me. And I found an applicable parcel of land. And, and I'll put this image, the, the GIS map image back up. If you look to the, to the top right or off to the right side of this parcel, you will see other parcels of land where it actually is written on the map, strip mine. So potentially you go get, you know, 1,500 acres, call it 1,500 acres. Let's round up. There could potentially be in the future an additional couple hundred or a thousand more acres available next door. 
and you could use that. You could, the same 10 families, I'm just using 10 because of whole numbers, could go buy that other parcel of land and then work that land and do hunting leases. And hunting leases in Ohio range anywhere between, um, you know, 10 to $50 an acre. So you, I mean, in theory, you could just set aside, you know, 200 acres on your original 1500 acre purchase and use that for hunting leases. And if it's, if you got a group of guys going in and they're going to hunt 10 acre or um, uh, 200 acres and it's, you know, 25 bucks an acre, Hey, you might be able to cover your property taxes. And according to this website, the property taxes on 1,456 acres is $21,916. So if you can figure out a way to cover your property taxes, you're good. So, you know, and if you wanted to set aside even more acreage, then everybody could cover their uh, taxes on their individual parcels if you wanted to. I mean, the, you there are so many endless possibilities with this. So you need to kind of think outside the box a little bit. And so when this came up, I was like, oh, all right, here's what we can do. We can do this and I can divide by this number of people or maybe if I divide by this number of people. Now, the list price is $2.3 million, which brings it to $1,500 and $1,570 per acre, $1,570 per acre. You know, to me, that's the starting point for negotiation. So if you wanted to, say, uh, knock that down to, say, $2 million, okay? So $200,000 per family, 10 families, $2 million. Okay, so what does that mean for the acres? So you just do the math, all right? You just break that down. And that's what I'm talking about when I talk about the, the perfect scenario um, in terms of what you can do and what you could possibly envision for your future. Obviously, I, as an individual, cannot go buy 1,465 acres for a list price of $2.3 million by myself. I mean, it would be great if I did. Hey, the, the Mega Millions lotteries tonight, baby. <laughs> so, you know, anything's possible. But, um, and if you remember from episode uh, 48, I put up a map, and I'll put it up here again. Um, the, the area that I told Shadowfax to focus on was in southeast Ohio. This particular parcel, uh, if we're talking about Belmont and Harrison counties, is east of I-70 and north of I-70. No, wait, let me take it back. It's east of I-77 and north of I-70. So it's in this little this little corner right above it. It doesn't take you anywhere near the urban metroplex of, of, uh, since, of Cleveland and Akron and, and Youngstown. And you're actually, in this particular place, you're closer to Pittsburgh than you are to Columbus. Um, so I, I just wanted to, to talk about that. I wanted you guys to be able to see those images to be able to say, okay, um, you know, maybe maybe Dave's on to something here. Maybe we can talk about, um, 
this, but you you know you have to have people that are ready to ready to go. They're ready to relocate. They're ready to put their houses, uh, existing houses or property up for sale um, to go in and do this. And and because it's a former strip mine and it's a large parcel of land that automatically winnows down and whittles down the uh, potential buyers, you know, because people will see this and go, oh man, that would be great. And they don't think to get a collection of people together and pool your resources and pool your finances and go and buy something like this. So that's all I want to talk about. That's your bonus episode. You get, <laughs> you get an extra 15 minutes that I didn't want to tack on to the previous one, but I wanted you guys to see that. Um, and, and I'll give you one more image, which is, um, so if you go to this, it, it, they actually have the coordinates on the map, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, on the listing. So you can, and I'll kind of zoom out a little bit so that you guys can see, um, you know, what, what we're talking about. You can see I-70, you can see I-77, um, and, and you can see the Ohio River, how far away you are from Wheeling. Um, based on that legend, you're, you're a good ways off of, from Wheeling, West Virginia. Um, so this could be something that is of interest to you. Um, I would love to see somebody that is uh, of the preparedness and self-sufficiency mindset. Obviously, this land is not ready to go. It's a, it's a blank canvas. But if you're willing to put in the sweat equity, you could turn it into something that is A, profitable uh, when it comes to leases and or uh, large commercial crop type stuff so you could do hay or you could do alfalfa or you could do soy or corn or whatever there's plenty of land to do that um, but profitability aside if you put in the sweat equity you could turn it into your own little uh, paradise of sorts where you can go find your own food you can go grow your own food you don't have to worry about inflation prices because you can put food in your in your chest freezer um, there's plenty of places to go stick in a root cellar uh, the end the the possibilities for something like this when you have that much land with some of it already being laid bare uh, the possibilities are endless in my opinion that's how I approach things and that's how I view this property um, so if you're depending on where you are um, you, if you want to stay in that state, uh, you can do searches like this, looking for large parcels of land, particularly if you have a, a, a large close knit, um, extended family, people that, um, helped mold and shape who you were, um, and are generally more concerned about being able to be left alone. Um, you know, Family dynamics are, are unique to every every family. Um, so, you know, I could sit here and try and describe all these different scenarios. I'm not going to do that, but I, I, will, I will put it out there that if, if you have enough people, whether it's uh, close friends uh, from either, uh, you know, grade school, grammar school, college, um, uh, work friends, you know, whatever, People that you know and trust, that's the key. Do you trust these people? 
Because if you go in and buy a chunk of land like this, you're more or less going in business together. Um, so you might want to put some, some, some restrictions on the, the parcels so that, you know, if anybody wants to sell it or anybody wants to do this, there are certain deeded restrictions in place that will prohibit them from, say, putting in a strip mall because they own the middle parcel or something like that, you know? Um, but do with it as you will. But when I see a large chunk of, of land like this, all I see is potential. Um, and I'm working through the various scenarios and permutations of how, how can I make this work? Um, I showed it to, uh, to my plumber friend who was here, uh, earlier in the week. Uh, he's an avid bow hunter. Um, so, and I mentioned him before, maybe I'll have him on, uh, to talk about bow hunting and talk about archery. Um, he's very, very knowledgeable in that regard. But, um, I was talking to him about this piece of land and I said, do you know anybody that would want to go in on, on a piece of land like that? And he was like, I can think of about eight right off the top of my head that would be willing to do something like that. Um, so that's, that's a different calculus. That's a different set of math, you know, two, 2 million or 2.3 million divided by eight is, you know, a bigger number than 10 where you take it down to, to 230,000. So, um, go to the website, go take a look at this and then just start, start imagining, uh, what you could do. Um, start imagining, or, or thinking about, you know, do I, is my family close, close knit enough to, to go in on something like this? Um, or do I have between family and, and close knit friends that are of the same mindset? Uh, do I have enough that we could reduce that down? So, I mean, even if you had, uh, 20 people, you know, you would, you would reduce that cost even more and everybody still would have, um, you know, a good chunk of acreage. Um, you know, it just, it really just depends on how you want to do it. Um, it never hurts to dream. It never hurts to, uh, fantasize. Um, you know, but when you get to something like this, if you know that that's your end goal, you can start planning accordingly. You can start saving X amount of dollars. Cause I know I'm looking for this size piece of land or whatever. So when you go to these websites like Mossy Oak or um, uh, LandandFarm.com or whatever, um, you know, a lot of these parcels are not going to come with a structure. So you know that whatever the cost of the land is, you still have to get something built or put on the property for you to live in, whether that's a, a, a motorhome that you drove onto the property, a, a fifth wheel that you pulled onto the property, you could put a... You know, I'm not a fan of mobile homes, but you could put one on there because they're affordable uh, until you're you're able to actually build a home. So, I mean, there's all kinds of different scenarios that you could think through. Um, so yeah, so that's it. That's what I want to talk to you about is is adjusting your mindset um, to to being open to something different than something that you can just do on your own. All right. Uh, so that's it. I kept you to 20 minutes or so. Um, I'll be back on the weekend for the jackassery minute. We got plenty to talk about, um, as usual, because this guy sucks. And, um, so stay safe, be good, stay warm. I'm out. 
Happy Hunger Games! And may the odds be ever in your favor. Mm -hmm.